Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Great job, and uh, and I know he's got to be poop, but I appreciate him jumping on with us. Matt Zimmerman, good morning, Matt. Hey, good morning, Baz. You guys doing good? How are you? Are you dragging this? So you guys must have hopped on the plane immediately after the yeah. the game was over and headed back to Arkansas. Oh, we really did. And, you know, one thing I've learned in these three years with Coach Bus, when the game's over, there, there ain't no messing around on the road. And uh, <laughs> normally, it's, you know, even just regular road trips, we have 30 minute post game on the radio. Chuck and I do. And usually, when we get done with that 30 minutes, it's 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 tear the all of our equipment down quickly. Right. And there's times you don't even have time to run by the restroom that you hadn't been doing at least since halftime or maybe before the game. Because you're, you know, you're hustling to catch the bus because the, the must bus is rolling quick after road games. And uh, but yeah, we were, you know, in San Francisco since Tuesday, and mm. we that afternoon that we kind of heard, hey, we're going to leave tonight after the game. They, you know, they didn't. I don't think they really wanted to stand in no, the guys. No. They just wanted them to focus on the game. So we, uh, you know, we just we, we got out of there quick. We went back to the hotel for 45 minutes, and uh, you know, there's. We've been there, like I said, for you know about five or six days. So it was hustle and, and get your stuff organized and get on the bus. We took off. And what was unique about it was there was a second U of A plane that had a lot of administrators and people that normally don't travel, families, kind of a reward, kind of like a bowl game. And they weren't leaving until Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I think all of them were like just like stunned, like what is going on? Yeah. This team is flying out of here. But we got. I walked in <clears> my house. Fayetteville about 5.48. We was up all night. It seemed like the guys slept pretty good. And uh, we got back. So, uh, you know, it was a, it was an interesting. I wish they could have, you know, the only thing is I wish we'd have, we'd have came in a little different time. Maybe some folks could have met them and greeted them. Yeah, that's, that's um, true. You know, yeah. there wasn't nobody, nobody at X&A mm, at 5.48. Yeah. We landed for something. So, you know, you know, it's one of those deals. Coach, give it your assessment on it. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting, you know, after the Gonzaga game and everybody's going on about Gonzaga and, and how great that they are, excuse me, Gonzaga, uh, yeah. uh, how great they were and that they lost the game, yada, yada, yada. But the Razorbacks won that game. Uh, uh, it, it, the uh, Duke won that game. Uh, what was your assessment oh, yeah. of that? Well, definitely, uh, you know, the Razorbacks were so good against Gonzaga, and it was the people I talked to in the basketball world leading up to that week, I felt so good about it because uh, no one was saying Gonzaga was soft. Well, probably Arkansas was, but there is just a, they're a different type of basketball team. It's very pretty. It's very finesse-based. It's very skill-based. It's not a physical style of play, and you just felt like, you know, the one SEC team they played all year, Alabama, had gone to Seattle, Pat, Serena, and, and smacked them, you know, and, yeah. and Alabama was a uh, a nine and nine team in our league, so you just felt like, hey, if Alabama can can do that to them, we will because mm-hmm. we're, we're a better version of Alabama, and that that's what happened. And, right. uh, really, it was not a, a, a upset at all. It was Arkansas was just a better basketball team, a, a different kind of basketball team than the Zags. Agree. And then Duke, um, you know, everybody looks at games different ways. I was like stunned late after the game with. My nephew in Little Rock saying that, you know, how the refs that took the game from us against Duke. And I was like, what? <laughs> Are we watching the same game? I mean, it was 15 fouls each, and maybe they missed the call both ways. I mean, Duke beat us pretty soundly. We were down 18 points with yeah. six minutes to play. And 
the referees didn't beat us that day. I don't know who, you know, but people look at games differently. You know, we were both, we would watch a game look at it differently. I didn't think, I thought Duke was the better basketball team. They played better, and they they were the best team we faced all season. How about that? And they were the best, that was the best player we faced all season. Right. Uh, Paolo Banchero was hands down the best player we played. Jabari Smith at Auburn, not, not close to him, wow. to me. Yeah. And Chet Holmgren from, <clears throat> from Gonzaga. Not not close to what this this kid is so big and so strong and plays physical and he's one of those guys that has these different gears like Darren McFadden had different gears he mm. could shift into and Banchero doesn't even get into the high gear that often he just every once in a while pushes it into this gear but he was he was hands down the best player and really Mark Williams was dominant inside and he goes six for six and. Block shots change a ton of shots. Well, the one thing we run I... in and we have to shoot over him and take a a, a running tough shot over Mark Williams <laughs> and miss it, and we fall on the ground. That doesn't mean we got fouled. And they he just dominated the airspace above the rim was Mark Williams. When he wasn't dominating the airspace, Paolo. Banchero was dominating, and Jalen Williams did a great job fighting those guys. He has nineteen and ten, took two charges. Jalen was tremendous. Yeah, Jalen did. Did he? I sat back all the way home. I bet his back still sore. You reckon? <laughs> well, I think he was a little sore. Yeah. You know, he was. He, he, but he, but he, uh, well, he you know, hit he hard. He hit the floor hard. He did hit the floor hard. Boy, he had a great dunk and just yeah. played his heart out. And you know, as good as he is, you know, he had a battle. He had yeah. he had a battle, and unfortunately, plus we really had to have. Stanley, all these have have good games against those type of athletes in the paint, and really both of them did not. You know, all these struggled. He struggled against their size. He, he wasn't as effective as he had been. And you know, Stanley Stanley did some good things, but at the end of the day, you know, we needed. You know, all these had four, and and uh, Stanley had fourteen. But it was it was a tough deal. We needed more help inside the paint. Duke won that ball game inside, and then. You know, their their other kids highly acclaimed. These are 18, 19-year-old freshmen, a young team. You know, five of the – they really – they only played seven guys against the Razorbacks. Five of those guys were freshmen and sophomores. I just thought our age and experience could help us win that game. But Duke was so talented. That A.J. Griffin, number 21, he went seven of nine. That's another freshman, outstanding player. And uh, they, they were just too much. I, I walked – I've watched Duke a ton on TV, but I've seen him lose at home to Miami. I saw him lose at home to Virginia. saw him lose at a Florida State team that wasn't very good. I'd also seen him beat Gonzaga and beat Kentucky. and So you knew they had all this talent. But it was the game against Texas Tech. And I'm sitting there. We're doing the post game from our win against the Zags. And I'm watching them, and I'm like, uh-oh. And it wasn't just them. It was Texas Tech also who jumped up 10-2. to two. And both of these teams were big, strong, athletic, and and not that we couldn't beat either one of those teams, but I knew watching that, this is not Vermont, this is not New Mexico State, this is and this is not Gonzaga as far as the, just the physicalness of how they played. This will be a much tougher game on Saturday than we've had in a in a good while, and and that's how it turned out. Tech would have been a very hard game also, but. Um, 
we'd had to really shoot the ball well to beat Duke. We had to shoot in the in the sixties, you know, well, to Matt, beat I know them and we couldn't do it. Matt, I know Justin, you 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 recognize that pretty quick too. I mean, you, you I mean, yeah. it take you long to say this this is a you know this is a different kind of ball team we faced in all, in all year. Yeah, Matt kind of touched on it. Um, you know, he thought that our experience could maybe be the difference. I was hoping that, and uh, whether it be Duke, uh, you know, over Lucas, or whether we just play harder than than them, because we seem to uh, to do that most of the season. Play had played harder than most every team we played, and I, I was hopeful that that would make the difference. But I was impressed, um, and you got to give, you know, coaching and those kids credit uh, from Duke. They, they played as hard as we did, and, you know, we didn't really get the 50-50 balls. They got a lot of those. I mean, I just thought they played so well. That was the I've watched them probably four, five, six games this season, and I thought that was easily the best game that they had played or that I had seen them play. Yeah. And uh, yeah. you know, to 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 your point, Matt. I mean, they, that's just a different level athlete. Um, you know, they had they had five, six, seven dudes now, and and um, you know, we we had kids that played their guts out, but just are are not quite as talented, maybe not quite as big in some cases. And um, speaking of that, I had mentioned earlier, and I'd be curious to know uh, your thoughts, uh, Z. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I was talking about just the job that these kids and, and Coach Muss and his staff have done this year because, to me, we were a fairly flawed basketball team, um, in particular early on, and the job that they did and to get those kids to buy in, shorten the bench, buy in, and say, hey, this is how we've got to do it if we want to win ball games." And then, you know, offensively, you know, there was so much pressure put on uh, just a couple of guys, J.D. in particular. Yeah. And to, to yeah. have the season we did with as many flaws as, as I believe we had, uh, I think it's pretty amazing. I'd be curious to know your thoughts. Well, that's a good point, Justin. And, you know, obviously the defense was the key to so many things. And the defense was not great. You know, we were – Nine and zero. You go to Oklahoma to, and, and you're playing OU in Tulsa. It's mostly of eighty percent Razorback fans, and you think, well, we're about to be ten and zero, and we got smacked in, in Tulsa. And that was the first time you saw that. Uh oh, you know, we, we we got we got some things we don't do well, and against these type of players. And then it stretches, and you know, you lose five out of six games, and defense was a problem. And that's a testament to these guys, and especially the, the coaching staff getting the rotation right. Remember, we couldn't figure out a rotation. And, and yeah. early in league play, I mean, you know, like Jackson's starting and other guys are playing. You know, Connor started there for a while. And, you know, there was just a lot of different moving parts. You know, one minute one guy would start, the next game he wouldn't play. And then two games after that, he's back playing again. And it was just a lot of moving parts. And finally, when Coach got this eight-man rotation about the middle of January, and then he stuck with it, everyone figured out their roles. And if you were number nine player out, I mean, you weren't going to play. And, and those, those eight guys figured their role out, and then the defense just jailed. And it was an offensive team that at times, and those times being a lot at Bud Wall, where we could just ball screen, spread everything out. J.D. Note go off the ball screen. He needed to create for some. Most time he's getting to the basket or he's getting to the foul line. And, you know, we, we shot so many free throws. You know, it was just like free throw after free throw after free throw. It was such good attack basketball. And the defense improved. And the offense really was a simple, spread it out, set ball screens, and attack. Hofstra 
zoned us when they beat us in North Little Rock. That game's not on TV, and it's like no one in our league ever knew about that game to like try to zone Arkansas. Because <laughs> one of our problems, Justin, David, Roger was you know, shooting consistently. And now we had guys step up at huge times throughout the year, whether it was Stanley or all these. Like I remember the LSU game in Tampa, you know, all these. It's like eight threes all year. He comes out and hits two right-wing threes. Bang, bang. And it it would just be someone different stepping up all the time. I mean, Trey weighs 15 points against Gonzaga, you know, and he's been scoring two points and four points. And a big game for him would be six points. He comes up and lights them up for 15 points. And so many guys stepped up at different times. And it was kind of like J.D. and Jalen were going to have good games pretty much every time. And, yes, J.D. Note is a unique guy. He could go nine for 29 and have a really good game. And that sounds crazy. But he would have, you know, seven rebounds and four steals or, and, you know, five assists. And he just did so and played great on the ball defense. And, but it would be J.D. and Jalen. And it got to be every game that out of those other six guys, two or three of them would always have a great game. And it would it might be Stanley and all these. It might be Trey and Devo and all these. It might be Chris White. There was just so many combinations, and that frustrated people in our league. But I was surprised no one zoned as much. You know, Duke played a lot of man, but they, they zoned us too, and we didn't score much on that zone. We, we yeah. just didn't score much, and that kind of allowed them at times to kind of build that lead up. Well, listen, Matt, it's been a great year. We were, we put out a thing today asking for uh, three words that best describe the season to you, and I'll just give you a few of them. Uh, heart, relentless, amazing, uh, good times, Razorbacks, uh, made us proud, proud of them. Uh, they were awesome. Water ride, woo pig passion, hearty, gritty, exciting, loved by hogs. It, you, I mean, I think the fan base was so appreciative, again, to do this two times in a row and, again, as you guys have just discussed, not a great team. This was a scrappy – this is sort of a Arkansas team that played with guts and heart and sort yeah. of like our state. And it was, a, it was a great ride. And I hope you guys yeah. have that trickle-down feel from social media and fans how appreciative everybody was and, and, and is. Yeah, I, I think the guys do. You know, especially – you see with social media now and every game's on television. I mean, they, 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 they know how people feel and they – they were. That's the toughness. You know, they were just a tough team, and they're gritty, and they are, you know, they played for each other. You know, I'm, I'm not in every meeting. I'm not in every practice. I'm not in the locker room at halftime, things like that. But I'm around those guys a lot, especially travel and doing different stuff with the Razorbacks. I've never seen guys, they got along so good, and I never saw one of them get mad. I don't think I ever coached without a guy getting mad at another guy right. at some point or another. And I just never saw that with these guys. And I, that's a testament to them. They they, they played they played together, and it, it was a it was a great season. Well, listen, Matt, we appreciate you jumping on with us, and uh, you do a great job. It's been a fun ride. You can get a little downtown now. You can let you, you can rest your voice a little bit, but uh, we appreciate you jumping on up a little bit. Maybe next season we can get you on more regular. Uh, that'd be awesome. I, I love it, and uh, hope you guys have a great week. And uh, looking forward to to the to the next season. It's going to be tremendous. Thanks, Thanks, Matt. All right, Matt Thanks, Zimmerman. Thanks, Thanks Matt.